Welcome to Carolina Sports Radio from Lake Norman, North Carolina. We're back. Believe it or not, we back, as they say. We back. Let's go. Again, uh, we're going to jump right into this thing because we got a lot to cover. So we're just going to do a brief round the horn again. Again, we got three co hosts. Um, I'm Doug. I'm Steven. And I'm Justin. All right, guys. Hope everybody's uh, been safe and having a good time. And uh, hey, man, we're getting ready to get into the the thing we've all been waiting for, which we're going to jump into in a second. But we're going to go ahead and hit a few quick stories, and then devote most of this episode to drum roll, everybody. Training camp, Panthers training camp. Uh, yes. So we're going to go ahead. We're going to finish up with that. But we're going to go ahead and hit a couple of other stories right quick. Uh, we're going to start out um, hitting on the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, basically, we had the expansion draft last week and the actual regular draft. And uh, rather than spending all the time on trying to pronounce <laughs> some of the names of uh, the 13 players that the Canes drafted. That is nuts. Um, and and a quick note, trivia note, um, 13 players drafted in a seventh, you know, seven-round draft. That is an NHL record. I understand. That's almost two around and, there. Um, Good lord. We didn't we didn't know this, but apparently Scott Fitterer is also the <laughs> GM for the Carolina Hur- Hurricanes. So, uh, but no, I mean he they were trading just like just like Fitty. I yeah. mean it was crazy. Every time I looked on the phone, it was like another trade, another trade. So uh, they have a plan, I'm sure, just like the Panthers do when they drafted. So hopefully the guys, you know, they they make better decisions and they they know what they're doing and we don't. So. Um, 13 we're sitting here again yeah 13 players in seven rounds so hopefully some of those guys will will pan out and 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 make a difference with the canes Um, we got super young super quick (laughs) yeah yeah we did and you know one of the big trades that they did do you know right at draft time or before and they traded the goalie and we're just going to say ned we're not going to get into to all the crazy pronunciations but he you know that was a, that was a bit of a I think that was a bit of a head scratcher. I got several texts, um, including from these guys and people, kind of like, "Hey man, what you know? What was that all about?" But it, I think once you kind of read between the lines, I think it was more of a, a money situation. Um, they had they had actually waived him before. Um, I think you know he had a good playoff run, mm-hmm. and I think he was asking probably for a little bit more money than they were willing to give him. Mm-hmm. Um, and Detroit was willing to pay it, so you know. Good luck to Ned. Um, not too, not against the Canes, as we always say. Right. But, uh, you know, good luck yeah. to him. Hopefully we've got a plan. I know we drafted two goalies. Mm. Um, and so we got a goalie from Detroit, too. So. A- absolutely. So, you know, hey, you know, it, it's a business. We keep saying that. Um, everybody scratches their heads when these things happen. But it, it's a business, and it is what it is. So, hey, all you Caniacs out there, hey, man, go Canes. Um, the season will be here before you know it. I mean, it's, it was a short off season. So hey, that we just wanted to touch on on briefly on the draft and and, and all that information. Uh, moving to the next, uh, what we're going to get into, I'm going to let these guys uh, hit the next segment. We're going to talk about a little bit about the Hornets. We got the draft coming up on Thursday. So go ahead, guys. Yeah. So we go from the NHL draft to the NBA draft, and the Hornets have the 11th pick. Um, we know we desperately need a big man, um, really really bad. Um, so we we are going to kind of hit on two prospects that we kind of did some research on um, I'm going to try to say this dude's name <laughs> I don't know if I can because this young man is from Turkey he is 19 years old Butcher. and it's uh, Albrin Sanquin I think that's how you say it um, he is 6'10 um, he has comparisons and 
it's so hard with comparisons. You love him or you hate him. Uh, puts a lot of pressures on young guys, but he's been compared to maybe a Jochik type player um, from the you know Nuggets. And oh God, if we got him, that'd be amazing. Yeah. But uh, you know, of course, that's a lot. That's that's a little bit down the road. Um, he's kind of compared to Julius Randles and you know Sabonis. Um, so hopefully we can maybe get a kind of player like that. He has good ball handling skills. Um, he does distribute the ball well as a big man, which, you know, just opens up the floor for everybody else. We, we, need, have, we need a big man. Yeah, we have good shooters. Um, you know, his size is kind of – that's what kind of worries people about in his defense. But, you know, he can kind of come into his own as he gets older. Um, you know, as long as he kind of has that tough grit, he's actually a very decent rebounder, especially on the offensive side, which would really, really help our, our shooters we got. Um, I mean, in Turkey, he did average, you know, about 19 points, you know, nine and a half rebounds and two assists, two and a half assists. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know what kind of players he got in the in Turkey, but he's, <laughs> it looks like he's uh, he's uh, killing them over there. So that'd be a nice, uh, nice guy yeah. to get. Yeah, good guy to match up with uh, Melo. Yeah. Give him a big guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go another big guy because we need a big guy. Um, I'm going to go Kai Jones. Um, 6'11", 218. Same thing with your guy. A little bit of size. He needs to he needs to buff up a little bit. Um, this dude can run though. He's lengthy. He's got long arms. He can block shots, uh, run down the court really quick. Um, so obviously he needs some size though. But you know they can always work on that. Oh, his wingspan is seven one. Mm. It's pretty big. Yeah, that uh, helps in the paint for sure defending that. But yeah, I mean, he doesn't have the stats your guy got. But you know, eight point eight points a game, uh, five rebounds. Yeah. I mean, he, I, he's the young man from Texas, am I correct? Yeah, Texas. So, correct. I mean, um, I mean, he's playing in the NCAA, and, you know, Mr. Arbon was playing in, in Turkey. So, right. different, you know. Competition. Yeah, different competition levels there. Um, but I do want to give a shout-out to the Hornet Scouting Department. You know, the past the past three years, they have actually really hit on, on prospects. They really have. Um, you know, going from Alice Bridges, PJ, LaMelo. Um, I mean, it seemed like we were just missing on every every pick we could get. Um, and it just seems like they're actually starting to hit on them. Here lately, it seems like you know, I, I, I think it's kind of a coincidence with Cupchak coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Cupchak, he's got a good pedigree. He's proven he, he's a pretty good GM, and he knows how to draft. Yeah. So I think there's a, that's a little bit of a correlation there. I'm um, talking about the, the the bigs we were talking about. You know, we also have you know Daron Sharp from Carolina. Oh, that's maybe the next one yeah. I wanted and, to touch on. And yeah, and I want, and I want you guys to do that. But uh, he, you know, we, we try to stay local. Mm-hmm. Um, I know all the ABCers out there will hate it. They, they, it doesn't matter who we draft from Carolina. The ABCers are going to hate it. Um, but you know, we just want the best basketball players. I, I mean, we, of course, we go for the local kids and the in the colleges. But hey, if he can help, I don't really care where he where he went for because we've drafted some dookies. Yeah, and I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that if they're going to help the team. But I just want to throw that shout out in there for him. I'm glad you brought up Sharp because I think he'd be a really decent player to get it in the second round. He's he's a young guy, but he has a lot of tenacity. He's a big. Yeah, he's got yeah. size. He's yeah. got size. He he fights for the ball, and I you know that'd be a good second round pick for me. Let's try to get. Uh, that that's just what we need. We need a guy. That, we need the big guy to go down low, get rebounds, and get blocks. Like with Lamelo, toss it up. Get, get some get, get some athleticism like, at center. Yeah, which we have we have Zeller, but I don't know. I like him as a as a bench guy. Yeah, he needs, that a, he needs to be bench. coming off the bench. But um, and when Zeller and Zeller's solid, I said it on one of our other podcasts. I just think he's he does a lot of dirty work. Yes, and he's not flashy, but you know he he shows up. You know you, you just look up and before you know it, you know Zeller's got you know ten fifteen points and ten rebounds, and you're like, wow. Where did that come from? Yeah, I mean he's just he he's a worker. 
His hustle is unreal. You gotta have him. That's the kind of guy you gotta have. But again, we need somebody in for him to compliment. Mm-hmm. And I and I agree with what you guys are talking about with the big guys. Right. Um, and I think Stephen, were you gonna mention that we possibly may have another ball? Uh yeah. So uh, to <laughs> make that this... would that would be two balls, right? <laughs> yeah, two balls. <laughs> Hopefully they're not blue. Uh, but yeah. So uh, we did pick up uh, Mello's older brother, Leangelo Ball. Um, he is on our summer summer team right now, so we'll, we'll see, guys. Let's give him a chance. It's a summer league, so who knows? I know we have all to have different, you know, mixed feelings about it, but you know, I don't care as long as he can play. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't care. I, I don't see him making the team, honestly, but who knows? You, you never know. Maybe he got really good over the past winter. You know, who knows? Maybe. Maybe. Well, so, well, supposedly he got cut in Detroit quickly mm. because he was injured. Yeah. Um. So hopefully, hey, you know, change of scenery, you never know. Yep. Um, I mean, if he can help the team, I don't care. As long as we can keep his dad under wraps, I'm fine. Yep. That's the best, the that's biggest the, issue, man. But uh, uh, And that's all we got with Hornets, guys? Yeah, I think so. I mean, we, we could talk about, you know, I think there was a big big ceremony that happened this past weekend in North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame. Yeah, we're leading to that. Yeah, uh, yeah I think um, we had two, so two heels go in. Um, so uh, I think we had Julius Peppers and we had Mac Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Justin, throw us some Julius Peppers. Yeah. So Julius, Julius, JP, man, uh, again a former Panther. Mm-hmm. I'm sure first first ballot Hall of Fame. He's got to be. Got to oh, be. Yeah. Got to be. Yeah. So uh, throw that Panther this, tie uh, in. This guy is a monster. He was a beast. I hated seeing him leave. Um, but you know, 17 years in the league, 159 and a half sacks. Who's behind Justin? He is behind Kevin Green, I believe. <laughs> and how many sacks? The late, the late Kevin yeah, Green. Yeah, the late. And I believe he's behind a half a sack. Half a sack. Yeah. All I need was correct. All I need was one more sack. Just yeah. come back. Come back for like two games, <laughs> and you'll get it, bro. I'm sure he'll get yeah. it in the first game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure I don't, we, we spoke about this. 52 forced fumbles. I believe that – was that leading the league or – that is the most all-time, yes. It's yes, 55, most all-time. 55 career force fumbles, uh, most all-time. That's insane. He also had 11 interceptions as a DN. <laughs> that, I mean, that's sick. Th- this dude was an absolute animal. Well, I mean, he's a beast. He's an athlete. He was, yeah. played for the Tar Heels, was on the Final Four team. Yep. Um, he's, a, he's an athlete. Yeah. yeah. And then we got uh, we got uh, Mac Brown. Yeah, Mr. Mac Brown. Um, he's been all over North Carolina, apparently. And I, I didn't know this until I did my research. His first head coaching gig was – with App State right yep. up the road, yeah, I didn't uh, know that. yeah, which which is super cool. He got you know starting there. Um, his next head coaching gig uh, was with Carolina from '88 to '97, um, and we did we did okay, you know, uh, we did all right when he was here. Um, so then he ventured off to Texas. Um, he did one a 2005 national championship. National champion. They beat yep. uh, the Trojans. Yeah, they beat the Trojans with Vince Young, and then um, in 2018 he came back to be uh, the Tar Heels head coach. Um, so we wish him all luck, a lot of love. You know, great job getting you know both Julius and Matt getting into the NC Hall of yeah. Fame, Sports Hall of Fame. Um, so you know, c- kudos to those guys. You know, the thing about Mac Brown, um, I think there were a lot of people, and probably rightly so, when Carolina went out and rehired him. I'm sure there were a lot of people. I mean, he's too old. He's old you know, school. But let me tell you something about Mac. The Mac is back. Yeah. He is killing it in recruiting. Oh God. I mean, he is. Is, he, I mean, they made a comment the other day that there are people who are actually taking you know Carolina off their list now mm-hmm. because they're they're bringing in so many recruits, wow. top level recruits. Yeah. So you know, leading into that, I mean, hey, Mac has proven you know, hey, 
he's he's brought Carolina football back. Yep. Um, and and here you know talking about that, the preseason um, rankings come out. The ACC pre preseason rankings came out, I believe, yesterday or the day before yesterday. And you had Carolina um, is picked to win the Coastal. Um, just real quickly, the Coastal pick to finish is Carolina, Miami, Virginia Tech, Pittsburgh, uh, Virginia, Georgia Tech, and then <laughs> sorry, Dukies. Yeah. Uh, Duke seventh, <laughs> and then in the you know the Atlantic, you got. Uh, can you guys guess who's picked to win the Atlantic? Uh, Take one guess. Is, are they orange? I, but yeah, are they orange? But it, are they it a is, and it's not Syracuse. Yeah. Are, are they? Are you, are you a tiger? <laughs> Something about a cat. Yeah. So you got Clemson, NC State, which nah, it's a little bit of a head scratcher for me. Boston College, Florida State, Wake Forest, Louisville, then the Cubes. The Cubes. So it looks like they're predicting a Clemson, you know, North Carolina ACC championship game. We'll see how that pans out. Here, you know, it's crazy. Anything can happen. So right now, Carolina's got a lot of lofty uh, expectations coming up. And they should. I mean, they, they've got a solid team. Last year, coming off a good, you know, good season they had, um, Orange Bowl appearance. So, which leads to one of the reasons is Sam Howell, um, local kid. Let's go ahead and talk about Sam Howell a little mm-hmm. bit. Sam Howell, you know, went to high school here, Sun Valley, mm-hmm. Monroe, North Carolina. He's a local kid, which we like to really try to feature. But this guy could possibly win the Heisman, guys. I mean, he's preseason ACC Player of the Year right now. His his accuracy is unreal. I mean, he's putting people on a dime. Yeah. I mean, the thing about Sam Howell is, I, I mean, and, and this is not one of those I told you so type things. I I really started following this kid when he was in high school, and I knew he was good. And then when I found out he, he actually committed to Florida State, you know, I was disappointed, hoping he would stay in state. And then he decommitted and came to Carolina. And I guess the rest is history, guys. Good, good man. Good um, man. You know, so we're really, we're really, you know, cheering for Sam. And, uh, Shout out, like I said, I mean, he's a local local kid too, and we, we really try to feature those local kids. Um, and, and we're going to do some shout outs later on, but staying with the Carolina theme, something I think I even forgot about, you know, Chas Surratt just signed his with the Viking, contract yeah. with the Vikings. Mm-hmm. A local kid went to school here in, uh, you know, in, in Lake Norman area, East, East Lincoln. So shout out to him as well, and good luck to him. What a transition for him, too, going from quarterback to oh, yeah. linebacker. Yeah. To linebacker. And, and, I, he, and he was good. And I, you know, I loved was, watching him. Well, and not at his level. I've played both of those positions. And the thing about, the thing about him, you know, I, that's a tough transition. That's it a, is. That's a big time. Yeah, tough. going from the quarterback of the offense to the so, quarterback of the defense. So that's yeah. that's a good deal. So, all right, guys, we'll uh, basically that's it for Carolina. And we we talked about Sam House. So now we're going to get into um, basically talking about an event that we attended um, this weekend. Well, Dougie, should we switch things up and get into the crack zone? We can do that because I pre I think I pre crack. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he got a little excited. He got a little excited. He's super excited. We'll we'll bring up the crack zone hey, and then we'll hey, talk about that event. Pre crack. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, we're going to feature, you know, we always get into the beers. The, the, basically, we call it the crack zone. So I'm going to let Steven go ahead and go with that. All right, so we got this from New Serum. It's called the People's Elbow Hazy IPA. can't read, apparently. Um, ale brewed with coconut and lactose. Hey, here we go. Yeah, Any of you lactose intolerant? One time. We are not sponsored. <laughs> we are not sponsored. Here we go. Oh, God, I think we just busted the base out of these things. <laughs> Uh, but it's called the People's Elbow from right. uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. So are we ready? Yep. Right, here we'll cheers. Let's do a little cheers. That was probably stupid over the soundboard, but that's fine. Yeah. Crack zone. Cool. That's pretty good. Oh yeah. I love being able to hear y'all drink. Yeah. That has a little, um, yeah, a little uh, 
I gotta tell you, I'm not a fan of coconut at all. It's definitely coconut. Yeah, but um, this not bad. Right. Not it's bad. Right. Did we mention? I, I can't That's, remember. I, I'm about to get into a seven o. Here's a set. This is a. 7.0. Oh, it's a 7.0. I did not say 7. that. 7.0. So, um, you know, you guys take it easy here. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, from our good friend of the show, hopefully one day, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, The People's <laughs> Elbow. Can you smell what new serum is brewing? And he is a, a friend of the show. Yeah. Um, Obviously. But, yeah, th- this was one we were, again, we were at an event this weekend um, with the Cheer City Riot. Um, and, again, we're part of the Lake Norman Riot, and it was a cornhole tar- tournament that they sponsored. And the benefit, I guess the proceeds were supposed to go to the Roaring Wright Foundation. And we all participated, had different uh, teams. Yep. Uh, these two knuckleheads played together, and they actually actually won a game. Let's go. Um, and and several, we had, I think we had four Lake Norman teams, I believe it was. Yeah. Um, myself and my wife played on, on the team. I thought we did pretty well. Um, I was I was I was proud of that. Uh, but these guys actually won. I think you actually beat another Lake Norman yeah, we team. Did. Correct. Yeah. Sorry, Chris. We Sorry. got matched up with them first game. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Chris and DJ. And we whooped that butt. <laughs> yeah. But the second round, we got our butt whipped. <laughs> yeah. And then we had the other team was uh, Kevin and Shea. Yeah. We will, we'll, we'll keep the last names out. Yeah. Um, they they did well too. We all, but the biggest thing is we had we had a ball. Yeah, I mean, we had fun, man. Yep. We were time. out there. There was a big turnout. We had thirty two teams. Um, and it, it, like I said, the proceeds went to the Roaring Ride um, Foundation, and I believe they raised two thousand dollars. Yeah. Um, so uh, Dylan and Kelsey uh, spoke with them a little bit about the event and uh, New Serum. Hey, man, it was it was at their brewery. That's where we picked up the beer that we uh, cracked today. Yeah. Uh, but it was a great event, man. And I know they're they're talking about doing. Um, we talked with Dylan and Kelsey and. They're talking about doing another one during the Panthers um, by weekend. Mm-hmm. That would be in December. So he told me to go ahead and shout that out. And you guys, anybody listening that's interested in that, look for that information. It'll be on all social media. Yep, just look up Cheer City Riot. Yep, Cheer City Riot. And um, again, we had a ball out there. It was it was hot. I'll say that it, mm-hmm. it, it was hot out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we did have a good time. And um, like I said, guys, check it out on uh, social media if you get a chance, and just t- check out the pictures and everything. They, it was a fun event. They put on a good, a good fun event. I mean, family friendly. You know, uh, throwing some, you know, sacks and some holes. I mean, hey, who doesn't like that? Who doesn't love that? So. And uh, I, I will say this as well. Um, T Bone from F and Z. He he's came to a couple of our Lake Norman functions, our watch parties. He actually showed up and brought um, Mabel. You know, his dog, which. Nobody cares that T-Bone shows up, but everybody, Mabel was the hit. So, sorry. <laughs> sorry, T-Bone. Uh, you know that's how it is. I know you hate it. But, yeah, it was pretty cool to see uh, T-Bone and Mabel out there as well. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, so, the next, uh, this is it, guys. I think we know where we're going this now. Is, this is the big event. This is what we've been waiting the for. The coup de grace. Um, we are talking, to, basically, we're going to devote, devote the rest of this episode to Panther Training Camp. Wofford. Spartanburg, South Carolina, uh, the heat wave, it is what it is. It is scorching. One of the things I was saying to these guys today, it was funny, we were sitting up here, you know, setting up in the in the, in the the great studio here, and I asked them, I said, have you guys seen the temperatures for the next couple of days? And uh, here in Denver, in Lake Norman area, I think it's supposed to be 95 tomorrow, and then 97 Thursday. I think I've looked in Spartanburg on Thursday. It's supposed to be 99 degrees. It's going to be hot and humid. So, hey, Rooks, all you people that's never been to the Carolinas, welcome to Spartanburg. Yeah. 
they're gonna be out there. Keep hydrated, because uh, you're gonna be passing out on the field. I yeah. know the I know the practices are at eight thirty in the morning. Probably so, early and late at night. You know it will only be ninety then. But um, yeah, Owen. they're gonna tomorrow. Actually, first practice starts tomorrow morning at eight thirty. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, like like I said, we're gonna get into right now just talking a little bit about the Panthers training camp. And us three guys, I'm sure, with every other Panther fan, man, we're just really excited, looking forward to this. This is, you know, this is like Christmas, almost like Christmas Eve. Yeah, you know, yeah. We're, we're ready, man. And, and last year with COVID, it was it was just a crazy season. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and we're going to talk about a little bit about the, the practices coming up. But one of the things that is going to happen on Saturday um, is they're going to have a situation with the Panthers. This Basically, it's called back together, you know, at, with the Panthers, I guess, when the fans. It's a fan-free event um, at Gibbs Stadium um, down at training camp, and it starts at 7, and I know we're all going. Yep. Um, we'll probably take some pictures and that kind of stuff, and we'll oh, yeah. report on some of the things we talked about. But that is going to happen Saturday um, at 7 o'clock. So if anybody uh, you know is interested in going down, it's, it's a free event. Um, so go, go down and check it out. Welcome to Panthers back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, t- t- today was a moving day. Yeah, I- I'm always excited for moving day. Just seeing them like see what they bring. Honestly, is kind of a is kind of a cool thing. It's the younger guys have to have a TV in their Xbox, PlayStation. Yeah, and then... yeah. JC Horn, as a matter of <laughs> fact, did you see that? Yeah. No, I didn't. They asked him what he had in his bag, and he said PlayStation Five. I yep. gotta have it. Yeah. yeah. So. Some guys bring you know just a, a pillow, or some guys bring a fan. Or... I think that's what Fox said today. He said good pillow. That was no, one yeah. of the things he had to have. I mean, honestly, they're the, they're there to work. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna be spending most of your time in the heat, running, working out. But yeah, you're sleeping in that room. That's all you're doing, yeah. man. Because after those practices and those long days, I mean, they're do 14, 15 hour days. They're just passing out in that that room. Exactly. Well, you guys saw Justin's guy. He, he's a big DJ Moore guy. I'm gonna go ahead and throw it out there. I think we all know that. Mm. He uh, he had a whole tub full of candy. And we, we were laughing about it. He's probably going to get a nickname, the Candy Man, now. Probably. Um, but it was funny. We saw it on social media today. He pulled out a whole tub full of candy. Uh, but it, I saw, I think, the, uh, I think I saw um, Jackson. He was talking about he had a whole suitcase full of shoes. Um, he said he had to have his kicks while he was down there. So, mm. yeah, I don't blame him. Yeah, it's, it's fun, man, to sit there and watch the videos of him coming in. And, I, I mean, I'm just, I'm ready to get started, man. I'll probably be in the morning. I'll probably be keeping up with social media watching Oh, what's yeah. going on checking out the pics checking, yep. checking out the videos so yeah and, and one of the things i think we, we talked about last week players that we had um i guess we were interested and excited to watch <laughs> one of the things i saw today was uh, denzel perryman he <laughs> he got a ticket today damn oh, really? um, he he got a ticket doing 91 Ooh. On the way to on the way to training camp and i won on 85 and he arrived and he, and he was wearing his panther helmet when I he got out that. of the car but he, he got a ticket doing 91. So, um, you know, I, I was hyping him last week. And, I you know, Denzel, if you're listening, which, by the way, friend of the show. Yeah, definitely. Um, he, <laughs> I, I, I was hyping you, man, but I might have overhyped you because, I mean, yeah. you were getting down getting down 85 to get down to Spark. Hey, he's first. excited for the year. <laughs> so they asked Matt, Matt Rule about it briefly as he was going off his press conference today, and they cut the video, so I don't know what he was talking about. But he actually, uh, I think Perryman hit – um, Taylor Moten up said he might need to borrow some of that money to pay his fine. Yeah, no <laughs> so, getting that big old extension he got. Yeah, so that, that that was pretty that was pretty funny. But uh, yeah, let's get into some battles, guys. We're gonna um, we're gonna talk about battles for the training camp. Just a little preview. Um, so let's go uh, quarterback. Let's start quarterback. 
Uh, I mean, I think I think Sam Darnold's got the starting, but I think backup is pretty questionable. Uh, I know they're looking at signing an actual fourth quarterback to try to take the pressure, the load off all the other guys, especially in this heat. Um, you know, we got Will Greer and PJ, two completely different players. Uh, PJ was more of a like a Teddy, and uh, Will Greer is a little more like Sam Darnold. But I have to say, Will Greer has looked dialed in. He looks great. Yeah, he looks dialed in, and he might be hopefully one day living up to that third round draft pick. We we spent on him. Yeah, that one always made everybody scratch their head. But, you know, again, we mentioned Will in one of the other episodes. He's a local kid. Yeah, Davidson. And we try to – I mean, look, we don't want to – We don't. it's not like we don't like PJ. We do, but we do pull for the local kids. And we're kind of hoping that maybe he could win that starting – or that backup job. Um, but right now, as far as I guess the way I see it, who knows? Yeah, that's it's a mystery. That's a big question or a little w- battle there. I would say PJ has a little bit. I, I think so too. Yeah. of an advantage over him. I think so too. But hey. honestly, if Will comes out and plays a couple good games in preseason, I think he, I think he can steal it. And Will, Will stepped up pretty well, and you know, I think against the Lions this past year, yeah. he, he didn't play yeah. terrible. Uh-huh. I mean, he he didn't make some mistakes because he's a young guy and not yeah. a whole lot of experience. But yeah. I think when he came in, he did do serviceable yeah. as a backup. You know. So, I mean, I guess it's the kind of, I guess, what kind of dynamic we want to go. Do we want to have a backup that's similar to Sam Darnold so the whole offense doesn't change? Or if there's some reason Sam Darnold goes out, we can put somebody else in there that changes the whole offense. Exactly. If, if P.J. comes in, do you do you have different playbook for him? Or, you right. know, do you just put Will in and, and have the same playbook as Darnold because he can do the same exact thing? Right. So that's, um, that's going to be pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, I think this, you know, the next one's cornerback, and I think that's just all across the board. Uh, I think everybody's fighting for a job there. Well, not not a job, but fighting for where they're out on the roster. Um, I think JC will come in as number one after everything's said and done. I think Dante will go to slot number two. Um, and then, of course, we get Bouye back as third. But, you know, who's going to take Bouye's spot, you know, when, you know, he comes back from suspension? Or while he's out on suspension, I'm sorry. Right. That's going to be that's gonna be the most interesting one of the most interesting battles, um, watching Troy Pride and uh, Keith Taylor, all those guys get in there and really get some reps because mm-hmm. they know Boye is going to be out. Mm-hmm. So somebody's got to fill that role for a couple games. And Melvin, I yeah, mean, yeah, you, Melvin. You just that right there, and I, I was watching some of the training camp, um, you know, press conference today, mm. and Matt Rule. That was one of the things I think the reporters were trying to. You know, they were trying to pigeonhole him into giving a response on who he thought were, were the leading candidates in those, mm-hmm. especially in the defensive backfield. And, and I liked his answer. His answer was basically, you know, you don't want to throw that out there because then it, it almost makes it sound like it's a done deal. doesn't matter what happens. Yeah, he, I like what he said. He said, hey, I just want him to go out there, be prepared, and play. Let's watch and see who wins the positions. Right. Instead of predetermining, so to speak, and tainting what might be out well, there. Well, the best thing to do is competition for it. Doesn't matter who yeah, you are. I, I don't, don't care. care. I don't care if you're the number one cornerback in the league. Well, you just come in to, to do your job. You still got to compete. Yeah, you still got to compete because right. you never know. It could be you know Justin's number one corner on my team. I come in as a young guy. I'm gonna push this dude. I want his yeah. job. You know. So that's how it should be. That's how everybody gets better. And that's how vets should look at it. Like you know, JC coming in the in the league right now. Dante shouldn't look at it as, oh, he's going to get that number one position. Dante should look at it as, I'm the number one corner on this team. Yeah, he, he's got to take my he's job from He's got to take this from you me. you got to take me out. Yeah. Um, yeah exactly. Um, I'm more concerned with, I think the defensive back battles are what's going to be 
that it's a mystery, and I think it's going to be fun to watch. Mm. Well, don't forget about the safeties also. Well, and again, Curtis could take that nickel spot. And he could. Yeah, he could. Well, he and, played great last year. And, and, really Rule, and Rule talked about that, you know, Chan's going to be thrown back there too. He's going to play some safeties. And he's all. He's going to be literally all I mean, they're the going to have him all over the place, and that's something he said again today. There's going to be, you know, even on the defensive line, they're going to switch around some people and the offensive line because mm-hmm. there's talk about Taylor Moten being moved to the left side. And Matt Rule talked about today about him being a possible challenge for him. He talked about, you know, muscle memory. Everything's right. used to the right side. Mm-hmm. But Taylor Moten, I mean, he's, he's gotten paid now. Right. So he knows he's going to be here. And the guy has been a god. I hate to jinx him. That's knocking on wood. Um, he's he's been a fixture. Yeah. I mean, the guy takes snaps. We talked about that last week. So the offensive line right now for me, and I'm sure a lot of Panther fans, is just such a mystery right now. That that if we have a good if we have a an, at least an average offensive line, yeah. I think we we make the playoffs. Easy. I, I and, can see that. And I, I, I still see us. We we all agree. We're gonna. We think we'll make. The yeah. I mean. I mean. Obviously. But I mean. I think. I think with having at least an average offensive line, we, we're definitely. You know, we'll be number two in the in division. I, I mean, think so. behind the behind the Bucks. I think so. Um, but I mean, I, lo- I love that you brought up Moten because I like. Has he played the left side really a whole lot? I think he experimented a little. I think bit, when he was young, when, when he first came in the league, I think yeah. he did. Yeah. yeah. He's maybe got a couple games. Right. Because yeah. I know the leading candidate right now is I think Cam Irving right now. Yep. Mm. So, I mean, I don't know if he fits better on the right side. I know he struggled a lot with Dallas and, I think, Kansas City, right? Yeah. Um, so, I know he struggled some. So, I mean, I don't know. And we got, you know, Trent Scott, Greg Little that can maybe pray, you know. And then Christensen, we don't know. I think he's more of a guard, personally. I yeah. think he's versatile. That he's going to be moved around, but I agree with I you. I think he's a guard. I but think due to his size. I think we I think we should at least start with, at least in training camp, having Greg Little be that left tackle. At least try it. If, he, start stay, it. if he stays healthy. If he stays healthy. I know. Uh-huh. I Go just want to touch on Trent Scott real quick. Yeah. I like that you said that because I think he is going to step into the left tackle role. I would love to see him because he played left tackle for us last year. Yeah. When uh, Michael or, or Michael Ward got or not fucking. Oh, that, damn throwback. That's 2015. That was God. The glory days. Talking about uh, Russell O'Con. Good God. <laughs> but um, Mr. yeah, he, Mr. Bitcoin. Yeah, he stepped in there for a while. <laughs> Um, he played good, honestly. He played really good. Well, ultimately, you want Taylor Moulton. You want Taylor Moulton to stay where he is. Yeah, because that's yeah. where he's most I mean, most I mean in, in a perfect world, you want him to stay in his natural position. He's so an all pro. At that you position. would you would hope Scott would would work out. Yeah. Um, but you know, Matt Rule also said on, again today that one of the reasons that's good, it, it possibly to keep Moulton on the right side, is a lot of your edge rushers in our division are on the right side. Yeah. So I know you got to watch the quarterback's backside, but you know let's let's keep let's keep the strength on where we're at. See, right? I think the whole you know left side is the the quarterback's blind side. There's a lot more you know versatile quarterbacks where the left side's not always the blind side not anymore. Always. Not always, right. you know. Well, Darnold is not. I wouldn't say that he's mobile, but he's not a statue back there either. No, he's right in the middle. I mean, he's yeah. not. He's not a Cam Newton, but yeah, he, mobile, he. I mean, he, he can he, move. He ain't a Peyton Manning either. You can, you can go out and do some video, you know, searching, and I mean, there's some there's some video out there. Darnold, he, he's you know, sprinting for a couple of touchdowns, and you know, had a little oh, yeah. bit of moves. Um, so you know, I think I think that's just going to be the biggest issue is we got to make sure that offensive line stays secure, and then we're hey, let the chips fall where they may, man. And, and I think we had talked about. Receivers too, you know who's gonna take who's gonna who's gonna become that third receiver. Yeah, I mean I know we got you know um, David Moore and Terrence Marshall coming in. I think Terrence Marshall will push Robbie honestly. 
I, I, honestly, I think he will. If he stays healthy, really? I think he might push Robbie for that second spot. Well, we're, Obviously, DJ is our number one, but I really think midseason, Terrence Marshall might push him for number we're two. We're all excited about Marshall. We've already all said that. Um, but don't discount David Moorman. I mean, I'm not, but that's just that's just me. You know what I mean? I think he was a really good deep yep. threat with Seattle. Yep. Um, you know, obviously he scored, you know, I think nine, eight or nine touchdowns. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I just think Terrence Marshall is going to push him. You know, and I mean, you got those three guys. You got, you know, DJ, you got Robbie, and you got Terrence. That's pretty stout. Yeah, yeah Dave, David Moore is a great deep threat. Um, obviously, we're talking about the third receiver position right, here. Right. I'm looking at the back two. I'm looking at the four and the five guys. Um, Who, like, who's going to make the team? Yeah. I love Brandon Zystra. Zystra. Oh, yeah. I love him. I really hope he makes the team, but obviously Shea Smith is on the team as well. Yep. I think he'll be our special team guy. I, yeah, I think he's our punt returner. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be you know, taking kickoffs, right. taking punts, right. and that could push someone else off the team. And he, he's a good receiver too. Like He has really good hands. Yep. He'll go up. He's a small guy. and I'm not, I'm not comparing these two players by no means, but it reminds me. Of Steve Smith when he came in the league, that little guy yeah, that's got a little bit of chip on his shoulder. It yeah. looks like Shy might have a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. I mean, I, small get, guy. I, I get what you're saying. I'm not comparing him by, by any no means. means. Stephen just yeah. said he's just, the next Steve Smith. I'm saying he reminds me if of anything, Steve Smith. That's DJ Moore. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> so, yeah. Re- he reminds me of Steve Smith coming to the league. That small guy that you know nobody kind of you know right. thinks is going to be a receiver. Right. Um, and he's a star of special teams, but who knows? What else on Panthers, guys? I'm trying to training camp this thing, man, and, and we're just we're just so excited. I mean, I feel like there's a hundred other things I want to talk about about it, but it's all like well, I, my mind's like it's here. I can't believe it's well, here. We'll definitely t- d- delve into training camp again next week. Um, I know oh, yeah. um, we're, we're gonna actually be able to watch some practices and mm-hmm. actually be at some practices. Um, so we'll definitely delve into that. We got preseason coming up. You know, I'm Go ahead and mention that. Yeah, uh, August fifteenth, we got the uh, we're playing at the Colts, and I think we're actually doing joint practices in, in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Um, the twenty first, August twenty first at seven p.m., we're, we're playing the Ravens in Charlotte, and August twenty seventh, seven thirty, we're playing the Steelers in Charlotte as well. Um, so definitely, the, the coming episodes we'll be previewing those preseason games. Um, and, you know, I see kind of these matchups. You know, obviously, you know, we'll see some cuts, we'll see some people moving around, uh, but definitely. Definitely next week we'll be talking about you know, these practices going on um, and, you know, who we've seen maybe stand out. Which is what we may we, – we kind of talked about this before we started. That's part of what our next episode will focus on, maybe what we, who we think may be some surprise cuts. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe even some additions from other teams. You yeah. never know. Who's, you know, cuts from other, from other teams. Um, I thought I'd mention this real quick, guys. You've seen the soap opera that's been going on, you know, with Aaron Rodgers. And yeah, I got to be honest with you, I have, I have a lot of respect for Aaron. He's a hell of a quarterback. Come on, it's just you can't say the guy's. He, he's not. a generational talent, but he is a drama queen. And actually, he reported to camp today. What a shock! Yep, all that drama, all that stuff we got here on social media and everything else. Well, guess what? He reported today. So uh, there you go. There's the national story we touched on. I got one more national story that What's really that really surprised me was that Chandler Jones requested a trade. Know, yeah, we mentioned that we were at the we the were at the cornhole. cornhole yeah, I it can't, popped up. I'm so surprised because he's finally got another guy on the other yeah. side to take the pressure off. But him. you know what it's about? It's the money. It's about money. It's about the money. But why would you want off that defense? Uh, mm-hmm. 
I mean, I get you want money, but you're you're already a millionaire, dude. Just go get your yeah, try I to mean, get a championship. Try to get a ring. I, I I would think that too. I mean, do, we're not in their shoes. I mean, yeah, that. But me personally, at this moment, do I see the Cardinals being a championship team? I, I don't. I think they're going to be good. I think they'll be good. Are they a championship team? I don't think. I, so. I I don't think so. But I but I like what you know, Justin. You just said we're not in their shoes. We're not. I agree with that. But I I you know, and we're different. Come on, man. We're all doing different things here. But you know, I. I want to win a championship. I mean, money's great, but, you know, you can have all the money in the world. I want to be able to say at the end of the day when the dust settles, I want to be able to say I was a Super Bowl champion. Exactly. That legacy. Because a lot that's of the think, whole, well, think about the greats who didn't get that. Right. Yeah, Marino. Who does everybody think about? Marino. Marino. Marino didn't get a ring. Never did. Probably one of the best quarterbacks ever, but he never got a ring. Right. There's basketball players. Never got a ring. I want to be able to say got a ring. Exactly. I, saw, I saw something the other day. It was, it, was, it was funny. It just made me think of it. You know, do you guys remember or who, do you know who the only player is who's played in a World Series and a, and a Super Bowl? Was it not, um, um, uh, not Deion Sanders? Deion Sanders. Deion. Yeah. I was going to say Barry Sanders. So think about that, y'all. That's something that, you know, a little trivia like that. He he played with the uh, – was it not the Braves? He played with the Reds. Oh, it was the Reds, really? Yes, oh, yes. shit. Okay. He played with the Braves. But, I know, I did. I, I stopped with Reds. Okay. Something to touch on that. He was also in a dunk contest. Mm-hmm. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, they actually did a dunk contest with no NBA players. Yeah, I guess he, I, I guess that's why he's called prime time. He was, an, he was an athlete, man. He was but an animal. Just made me think of it off the top of my head. Um, so, all right, guys. So, are, are we done with Panthers I, right well, now? It, real, real quick. Real quick. Go ahead, More Justin. national news. Probably the biggest, um, what do I want to say? The biggest battle to watch in our training camp, long snapper. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is national news. It is news. national. We <laughs> drafted a long snapper. Right? We did, and we, I didn't think that was a position you could draft. Right. I didn't either. But you know what? There was a fact that came out. I think in the past five years in the draft, a long snapper has been drafted. That's insane. I didn't know that was I've a never position. noticed that at didn't all. Didn't know that was a position you could draft. But uh, Jansen, I love Jansen. Steven's name and facebook is jj jansen johnson yeah um <laughs> shout out to jansen yeah you're we, a boy from notre dame what number what dude. number what number 44 uh yeah there you go um we love this guy you hit me with, you hit me with the, you hit me on the spot I was like, <laughs> oh god steven looked very lost one <laughs> jesus double zero but uh he he does hold a not a big cap but he does hold cap and well i mean and that's 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 what it's all born down to yeah. let's just be honest we so, got Mr. Fletcher from Alabama. Yep. So he so, said he said he will walk yeah. to Charlotte <laughs> after he got the call. I mean, and uh, he did. And he's he's got the pedigrees from Bama. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. So anything else nationally? I will say this real quick, real quick, and we'll go to shout outs. We we talked about the Hornets earlier, and I meant to throw this in there, and and I I've got to throw some shade. I hate to do it. But the Olympic team, basketball team right now. Oh, my um, God. I, I'm, I don't know how disappointed. Disappointed is probably not even the right word to are use. Are we really talking about this? What are we, what are we doing, guys? What are we doing? I'm um, shocked. I, I don't even know what to say. Um, but it's, it is a huge disappointment of what we're seeing going down with the USA team. Um, I, I don't know, guys. I think, I think we've got to do some soul searching because it has become an international game. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is. And we've got to be quit being so arrogant to think we can just throw any NBA player out there and we can beat anybody. 
what I don't understand is we actually have stars on the team. I don't understand yeah, what's, what, going, what's on. going on. Isn't that the gel? I mean, I think Damian Lillard came out and said, like, they play differently when they play for the country as opposed to the NBA. That's pride. Man. I mean, like, why don't we have – why doesn't the NBA players that are playing for us right now have the same pride? I, like, go out there and show out. I honestly feel like every – maybe not every, but most of the players on the USA team play for themselves. Yeah. Like, when they're playing, like, you think about Jason Tatum on Boston. He's the guy to go to. Yeah. You think about Durant in Brooklyn. He's the guy to go to. Like, Damian Lillard. Like, all these dudes are guys that they, they're the guy on the team, and they want to be the guy. So, I I feel like that's just what they're doing. Right. It's just disappointing. Yeah, it is. And I'm going to say one last thing, and maybe we can give a shout-out soon. We are. And uh, this team is really missing, I'm sorry, Dougie, LeBron James. And and, it, it, and there's yeah, probably it, it, something to that. I mean, I mean honestly, I mean, I'm going to go on record here. I'm glad he brought passion. that up. I am not a LeBron James fan. Um, is he a, a tremendous basketball player? Absolutely, he's a top top three in my opinion. Michael Jordan's the goat. I don't care what any of y'all say. You LeBron stands can talk all you want to. MJ is the goat. Period. But, but LeBron has his place. Yeah. But he he, he makes every team he's on better. He does. I he mean, does. I mean, he's. I mean, just throwing it out there when he went to the NBA Finals with Cleveland the first time. Good luck naming anybody on that team. Yeah, I, I mean, you had Larry Hughes, you had Verizal, you had Zinus Galskis, you had Mooby Gibson. Yeah. Right. And if anybody knew who that J- was, besides me, Smith. yeah, no, not James Warren. <laughs> I don't think he was out of college yet. But anyways, we'll, we'll move to shoutouts. But just wanted to say that. I mean, I, I'm not a huge LeBron fan, but. No. I think you can and tell I, his talent. I mean, I hated to bring up that, but we are the Olympics are going on right now, which we're going to have a shout-out here in a second mm-hmm. for a local a local person on that. But we're going to go ahead and lead into shout-outs. And um, I believe you – were you going to start, Stephen, on the shout-outs? Oh, yeah, I'll start. Yeah, right. so uh, one of our really good friends, a part of the, the Roaring Riot, uh, Lake Norman edition, is uh, Mad Cata. Um, we want to shout him out. He's all over social media, Facebook, Instagram. I don't have Twitter, but I'm sure he's on Twitter. Panther super fan. Yeah, Panther super fan. Uh, we have two in our group actually with Miss Meow, which we'll talk about later. Absolutely. Uh, but Mad Cat, he he makes awesome top hats, and he's got something he just came out with, and he's on our Instagram page. It was called the Cat Heads. Um, they look fantastic. They're they super are light. Please go check out Instagram. I know, had, I know Justin was wearing it. Yeah. 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 Sunday. Super light. Yeah. <laughs> Very <laughs> nice. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not like super hot when you're wearing it. We, we're on a hot day and it wasn't too bad. Right. I think he charges, you know, a certain amount. We have to reach out to him if you want one. But please reach out to Matt Cata. Look him up. Awesome dude. One, yeah. one of my favorite people in the world. And he is a friend of the Lake Norman Riot big time. Comes to our watch parties. Mm-hmm. Um, and if a friend of the show who I'm going to go ahead and say we will have on here uh, sometime down the road yep, on our episode, Tim and uh, Miss Meow. Yep, definitely. So mention that. Go ahead, Dougie. We got a local guy, right? Well, yeah, we're going to. I want to throw this out and 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 gosh, man, I hate to have like selfish throwouts, but I can't help it. I mean, again, I want to mention this. You know, one of the things that's frustrating for me as far as being a UNC Charlotte grad is we don't get enough. I feel like Charlotte doesn't get enough press, and I try. I'm gonna do my part to go ahead and get it out there. And we got a local kid here. He's from the Denver area, Lake Norman area. A guy named Cameron Dollar. Dollar, dollar, dollar. Dollar, dollar, Cam, y'all. Um, dollar bills. He's uh he's playing at UNC Charlotte. He's been there you know a couple years, and a friend of the show actually. Uh, he has uh I've, we've spoken with him. He's 
he's been real cool, you know, as far as us because we've been kind of we've been I don't know kind of hyping him a little bit. Uh, but we want to throw a shout out to him. He, um, I, I think we posted I posted a video today of him doing a seven on seven touchdown. Yeah. Um, and we just want to throw like again, he's a local kid, which Lake Norman area, which we really like to go ahead and throw out. So hey man, shout out to Cam. Appreciate the. You know, he's been, you know, kind of giving us a little bit of a, yeah, you know, a support, love. which yeah, we definitely. love. And we appreciate that, man. Hey, and go Niners. And, again, there was a video we posted today with, you know, quarterback Chris Reynolds. I think he's his roommate. Um, he's been the quarterback for a couple of years. So, just to throw that out. And uh, we appreciate uh, the support those guys are throwing us. Yeah, uh, it was it was awesome to see him actually reach out um, to us and respond. Yeah, um, he didn't have awesome. to do that. I yeah, mean, he didn't. He went, you know, he did it on his own time, and that was awesome. I, I really appreciate that. Yep. Um, keep supporting us, man. Cam, right, if we'll we keep can, supporting if, you. if it's not any kind of, I think I said to you, rules violation or anything, maybe you can come on the show one day. You yeah, know, love, love to talk to you. We would love to have that. Yeah, so, definitely. hey, man, you know, again, Cameron Dollar, Denver, North Carolina. Hey, man, shout out, guys. Hey, good luck on a good season this year. Definitely, and maybe one day a future Carolina Panther. Um, so, yeah, yeah, thank you, Cameron Dollar. We appreciate you, man. Love the love the support. And we'll be following – me and Justin are UNCC alumni, yep, right. but we'll definitely be checking you guys out yeah, this, we'll, we'll this fall following. for sure. They will be fans. Yep. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think we got one more shout-out, guys. Maybe two, maybe two. Two more. Two yep. more? All right. Uh, I'm going to go ahead with mine. Um, tech guy, we do this. This is like a national, uh, uh, normal thing now. Um, I'm not going to say his name, but this dude is putting in the work. He doesn't have to be here, um, but he's here every single time working with us, trying to get this stuff right and our sound right and our video right. And he's trying to help us down the road, too. So we, we really appreciate him and um, – Hope that he keeps coming. Are we are we supposed to mention Tech Guy's name? Are we going to keep him? No, he, he's, he's the I, I like the persona yeah, and the mystique yeah. that we don't know his he's name. He's the mysterious Tech yeah. Guy. Yeah, I mean, and and believe me, I guess we're going to have to negotiate his contract because we don't want him hired away. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, Tech Guy keeps us straight, and uh, he's sitting here right now. He's something, man. I don't I don't know what to say about the guy, but he 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 really is all kidding aside, man. He he's helped us out a lot, and as we get more i guess as we start learning this podcast thing more yeah hey he's he's trying to help us learn it so hey man shout out to tech guy tech hey guy. Tech, guy. tech guy let's go all right last shout out we're going to talk about is and this is this is big this man. is big news this actually big. um we, we saved have, the best for last we have a local swimmer um a huff graduate huff high school and that would be erica brown she became the first medalist in Tokyo, among I guess for North Carolina connections, she won the bronze in swimming, guys. That's amazing. Hey, shout out to Miss Erica Brown. And that's a and that's Huntersville, North Carolina. Yeah, it huh? is. It is. So hey, that is huge. I mean, a, a bronze medal in the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. If she ever wants to come talk to us after her, yeah. uh, after her Olympic trip, yeah. Please bring the the medal so we can look at it, yeah. and uh, we're, we're supporting you, girl. Erica, if you she, ever come by and bring it. If we could like take a picture with the with the medal, we would appreciate that. Yeah, so. I want to bite it. <laughs> I want to see how real it is. But you know, all all kidding aside, man, that is that is tremendous, man. Shout out to her and very proud of her, man. And you know, hey, USA. So Let's go. hey, really happy for her. You got you guys are doing a lot better than the men's basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> so hey, Eric, again, Erica. Hey, congratulations. Way to represent. And I guess that's it, guys. That's, uh, it. But that's it for this edition. This is uh, episode, guys. Is this episode three? Trace. Is that right? Three. Yeah, three? Yeah. 
The three amigos. Um, so, you know, at Time's Flying, we appreciate, again, we've had a lot of them, um, and I always like to, Justin usually gets to the social media part at the end, but the one thing I want to say is we appreciate all the support that we've had from our extended family, yep. like Lake Norman Riot. Hey, Cheer City, We when we were at the event, we were handing out, you know, we have wristbands, man, we were handing them out, we were handing stickers out, and we're trying to get people to get the word out there again, because the thing about us three here, we're just having fun. Yep, exactly. That's it, man. Yep. We're just having fun. That's it. So, hey, want to go ahead and let Justin talk about our social media part of it, and, we'll, and that's going to be this episode. Yeah, um, again, thank you guys for uh, the love and support you guys have been giving us. Um, I, we really, really, really appreciate it. Please follow us on all social media, you know, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. And, you know, Instagram, we're hitting rag 86 followers right I now. I think we said that's going to be yeah. – Instagram's kind of our hub. It's the hub. That's what kind of everybody uses. So, you know, 100 followers, We once we hit that, we'll do the next episode, do a giveaway – um, nothing crazy, guys. I mean, we ain't no billionaires, but something fun for you guys just to show your support. Um, so once we hit that, we'll do a trivia question, some kind of, you know, some game um, just to show our support to you guys. So please keep supporting. Um, we love you guys, and, you know, I'll throw it over to – I'm going to throw an alley-oop to Justin. All right, Ooh. we're going to hear it goes the outro. Catching a 360 <laughs> dunk. Um, no, but like Steven said, we're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter – um, YouTube, our videos are on YouTube right now. We are working very hard to get it on uh, Spotify and iTunes. Um, so hopefully that will be coming very soon. Um, but yeah, guys, we really appreciate the support. Keep doing it, please. Uh, and we'll keep making great content. All right. So as we've been ending each episode, I think maybe one we missed, but until we come up with our own hashtag, we're going to stay with our main focus, which is our hub, which is the Panthers. For sure. So we're going to end it like we always do on three, guys. One, two, three. Keep, Keep pounding, pounding, baby. baby.